It's July 5, 2022. My name is Jimmy Van, and it's time to know your news tonight. My guest enjoyed dropping stone cold stunners in school, and he loves it when things are coming up cupcakes and hand jobs for him. He's the head of boxing, MMA, and wrestling for TalkSport.com. His name is Alex McCarthy. Alex, how are you? I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm now scared that you've looked back on my Twitter. Clearly, uh, any skeletons that are in my closet, I'm now afraid of. Uh, but no, man. Thank you for the invite. Looking forward to it. Pleasure to talk to you. I was I was joking with Alex before we started this thing. I can't wait to get the uh, the opinion of a nice British guy to these stories that are really real and really stupid. So this is going to be cool. And I did my research for the intro. So you got me on that. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, you say nice British guys, if like dumb stuff doesn't happen here uh i mean <laughs> listen we are no better off i promise you awesome well here's what's going to happen we're going to talk the kyn seven seven of the top news stories of the week that are funny stupid and weird i'm going to get your reaction and i'm going to ask you questions along the way and for our viewers and listeners if you want to get your question statement read on a future edition of any podcast on the kyn network go to kynchat.com leave a contribution of any size and your question statement will be read on the next edition of the podcast of your choice all right alex mccarthy can't wait to get some reactions from you bud story number seven reported by abc7 new york so a truck caught fire on the interstate in bridgewater new jersey on a sunday night and it okay. caused a huge traffic jam. Drivers were stuck for hours behind the accident. And I'm sure that normally this isn't a big story in the New York, New Jersey area. I mean, traffic, New York, you know, it's probably usually not a big story. This particular one was a big story. Alex McCarthy, why did this one make the news? Uh, <laughs> so why was it? It was on fire, right? Yeah, there was a fire. That's right. Truck cut fire. Okay. Um is this some vindictive fire, Jimmy? <laughs> Is there something sinister afoot? Possible, but in this case, the truck was carrying thousands of pounds of fireworks that went off, creating an impromptu show. Joel, do you got the video? Look at this. <laughs> this is the truck that caught fire on the interstate. And I'm going to guess that if there's a truck that you don't want to catch fire, it's probably one that's carrying a shit ton of fireworks, unless you're into that kind of thing. And so <laughs> this is what happened. The next morning, the remains of the truck were still there. Two lanes of the interstate had to be closed for the cleanup of this thing. Look at that. People are just, look at this. Just getting an impromptu fireworks show. And so oh, Alex boy. McCarthy, do you, yeah. have, do you have any memorable stories about an incident or an accident that happened on the road? thought you was going to say fireworks then i was going to be like ah um well on the they're road. next maybe yeah i mean first of all that wouldn't be the worst traffic to be stuck in for a brief period of time would it that would be entertaining until you said it took like two days to clear then not so much um stories on the road man you know what i've, I've always been um quite is lucky the right word i haven't i haven't been in you know in any really bad situations but i do remember once so we don't get snow that much in the uk okay we get it maybe once every couple of years properly i mean you know we once every frost. couple of years that's it yeah yeah that's it you know like uh we, we get it sometimes you know how michael cole's hair used to be all frost tipped we get that <laughs> we get that occasionally um a but, dusting. You know, when it, yeah there you go but when it comes down properly you know like a couple of feet um, and I was coming back from university once and an hour drive took seven hours 
um, when I was 20, this is, just stuck in the car with my mum. <laughs> Nothing to say, Jimmy. There is only so much you can say to your mum in seven hours of <laughs> traffic. So, uh, you know, I would have much preferred the fireworks, to be honest, but there you go. It's like, you know, what are we having for dinner? How's aunt? How's uncle? <laughs> yeah. What are we having for dinner? Why did you and dad break up? Like, how, how, <laughs> how, how, what are you going to do? Now, I got to say, the first thing you said when I asked if there's been an incident on the road, you said, well, I've probably been lucky. Lucky in what sense? What did you not get caught for? <laughs> no, well, not that. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I just mean I haven't been in any like bad incidents or nobody's, uh, you know, done anything to me, Jimmy, whilst driving, right? Good to know. Good to know. I was going to say, we got video proof otherwise right here. Confession. <laughs> Let's go on to story number six reported by WJBF ABC News 6. Th these are so ridiculous, but totally true. So a man okay. and woman, they went into a CVS drugstore in Augusta, Georgia, and they stole merchandise. And security footage shows the woman. She's walking down the aisle. She's grabbing stuff off the shelves. They believe the man was also stealing, but they didn't catch him on camera. My question for you, Alex how was the woman able to get the stolen items out of the store undetected? Oh my God, it's got to be in her body. She has to have stuffed it in her orifice, Jimmy. That's what I'm going with. Show me the money. What have we got? She stuffed them under her boobs. Joel, do oh. we got pictures of the suspects? There's the suspects right there. <laughs> and that lady stole the shit. She, she stuffed the shit under her boobs. That's what she did. The couple oh. got away and the sheriff's office in Richmond County, Georgia, they released this surveillance photo because they're asking the public's help in trying to locate them. <laughs> they haven't gotten them yet. She could still be walking down the sidewalk with the shit under her boobs, Alex. She might be. I mean, you'd have to be a brave man to say, ma'am, show me what's under them boobs. Show me now. Have you ever seen the, the movies where like the guy's going into prison and then they make him like lift up his balls and stuff? You know, they, they, they strip sure. him naked with her. It'd be like, all right, lift up the boobs. And then just like $3,000 worth of shit. This comes flying out. So what, what did she have under them? Did we establish they, that? No, they never, they never specified. They just said that she stole merchandise. How vague. Wow. Yep. Yep. I got to say she was very creative. And so here's a question for you. Have you ever seen or heard about a crime where the suspect was so creative that you almost had to stand back and applaud him for what he did? <laughs> um, no, I've heard, I've, <laughs> I've had the opposite where, um, so there's a, a, you might have it in America. Sainsbury's is like a market, you know, supermarket in the UK. And there's one in my town, there's an ATM or a cash point. It's so, the vernacular between us is so difficult. Um, in the wall. And what they did, they got like this big magnet, essentially. And they, they had it attached to their van. They pulled the ATM out of the wall. Right? So they just said, we're not going to stay here and try and jack it. We're taking it. And then they dragged it for however long, right? And no, nobody could find them. Really? Then, yeah, really. But then I think it was three days later. The ATM was found in like three or four counties away, which is very small states, basically. Um, and they couldn't open it. So all of that. <laughs> and they didn't even get any money out of it. They just went, oh, you know what? I'll give up. We're uh, just going to leave it here. Yeah. So I did think originally when they took it, I thought, hmm, 
that's pretty smart. And then when they had no money, eh, not so much. Not so smart. Wow. I remember a movie where like there was a laptop and evidence at the jail. And so they did the same thing. They had a van with a with a magnet because they wanted to screw up the laptop and like wipe it of data. So they put it next to the wall, turned it on, and then it, like wiped the laptop. What the hell movie was that? I can't remember, but that's the first thing I thought of when you said that. So this happened in real life. Yes, this this was real. Yeah, it was a big thing, big thing in my little town. Um, interesting. Not, you know, interesting. Not so many boobs in that story, but ingenuity <laughs> nonetheless. I mean, they didn't get it open, so maybe they were all boobs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, there it is. There it is. Awesome. Let's go to story number five. You know, when I was a kid, the Guinness Book of World Records, it was kind of a big deal. I remember getting the book when I was a kid. I remember I wanted to know who, like, the tallest man in the world was, all of that. It looks like it's been making a comeback, and I'm not talking about Natalia having it on WWE <laughs> television. It legitimately looks like it's been making a comeback. And they will seemingly award a record for anything, anything. So there is a man from Oregon. His name is Jacob Chandler. And he wanted to set a Guinness World Record. And he decided on one that had to do with food. Alex McCarthy, nice open-ended question. Any idea what the record was that he broke? I'm going to assume it's not something as simple as eating. So I'm going to, I'm going to imagine he's doing something else terrible slash creative <laughs> with the food uh I, I don't know is there a theme today is he sticking some cake under his balls jimmy i don't know what what is he doing how do you turn that into a record how do you do that <laughs> Some, someone's gotta have it I, I don't know. pounds i don't know <laughs> he broke the record for alphabetizing the letters from a can of alphabet soup as fast as he could and we got a video of it joel put up that video this is from the Guinness Book of World Records. Look at this. So he's got to put the alphabet soup onto a plate. He's got a piece of paper with the alphabet on it. And then he's got to find them and put the thing on there and get all 26 letters in the fastest time possible. And this is actually a world record that someone did for whatever fucking reason. I don't know. Jacob did multiple practice runs before the big day. His record winning time was two minutes, 8.6 seconds. And for that record, congratulations, uh, Jacob Chandler, because you earned a whopping zero dollars. Because Giz <laughs> does not give out cash prizes. They don't do that. And so, I don't know. I guess he's going get to get to have his name in the annual book or something. I don't know. So, big question. Is, is, this, a, is this a hot market? Like, did he have to fend off a lot of... Of I don't, I don't, what do we what's even the the word that you know for, for alphabetizing alphabet yeah. soup these alphabetizers right <laughs> is is this like did he do you know what I mean did he have to did he crack the top ten did he did he work his way up there I, was I, an existing record that he broke there was imagine yeah. what he could have done if he had applied himself to anything else just imagine yes exactly yes. like he could, he could work for like a wrestling news website or something you know what i mean <laughs> exactly could have done exactly. so much well, other stuff well this well. leads me to the big question alex mccarthy is there anything mm. that you are so good at that you are confident that you could set a guinness world record for it Oh, man, I'm old and fat now. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't really, I don't really think I do have any skills like that. Boringly enough, hmm. um, yeah. Like, uh, is no. there like a food you really like that you you down a food you know real quick because you like it so much? I'm 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 a really fast eater. Full stop. My missus has a has a go at me about it all the time. If there's company, I I get 
knee jabs. Stop it. <laughs> um, there, but we yeah, just, we just we just stumbled onto something right there. So, what is a food that you can down quick? Like you just it's down the hatch like nothing. Any food, any food, it's any like, food. Yeah, any anything, anything I can pack away. Like pizza, I fold that shit. Bang. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I think I think yesterday I had. Um, so I've been working out and I was like, you know what? Actually, I just I just want something dirty. And I had uh Donami and chips. Is that a thing you do in America? I'm, I'm in assuming. Canada. What is it again? Oh, uh Donna meat and chips. You know, like a kebab. Okay, yeah. Right, okay. So it's like the meat from a kebab, but you have it. Okay, with chips. okay. It's terrible for you, Jimmy. So don't get started <laughs> on it. <laughs> I hope I don't turn you on to it. But um, yeah, again, same thing, like two minutes flat. Thank you. Out the door. I I feel I feel gross, but that's who I am. Okay, I am going to start a campaign and I'm going to utilize the Twitter following of Sean Rossap from Fightful.com and we are going to get the Guinness Book of World Records to tell us what do you have that's remotely close to these things that Alex McCarthy is good at packing away. We're going to get a record that you can break, Alex. We're going to do it. I will will do it. I will do it. (laughs) I have faith in myself. You've made me have faith in myself in something I didn't even want two minutes ago. Amazing. Amazing. And you're going to win no money, but they'll give you like a nice certificate that they probably print in their office, you know? Yeah. Probably, yeah so shave, you'll get that. Probably going to shave some years off my life in the process. It's fine, though. <laughs> it's fine. All right. I'm taking this clip. I'm isolating this clip. And this is going to be a goal for the rest of 2022. We're going to do it. Let's go on to story number four reported by KRDO News. So there's a 33-year-old man of Teller County, Colorado. His name is Jeremiah Taylor. And Mr. Taylor is accused of stealing a patrol car from the local sheriff's office. But that's not the story here. The story here is about what he did after he stole the police car. Alex McCarthy, what did Mr. Taylor do after he stole the police car? Did he rush his wife somewhere? Did he have to, you know, is there an errand? Not an errand, but was there an emergency? And he said, you know what? I need the cop car. You're actually pretty close. So he he decided to listen to the police radio and he heard a domestic violence incident and he decided to respond to it. We have his mugshot, Joel. Let's see this guy's mugshot. There's Jeremiah Taylor right there. So a call call came over the radio for a domestic violence, violence incident. He decided to respond to it in the car like he was a police officer. When other deputies arrived on the scene, they saw him in the patrol car and they ordered him to get out. So he took off. Eventually, he crashed the car and he fled on foot. Deputies caught up to him. So he pulled out a knife and they had to taser him before arresting him. And now he faces just a shit ton of felony charges. Mm. He's going to go away for a while. Okay, Alex McCarthy, have you ever been inside a police car? Yes. Let's hear it. (laughs) Uh, Guys, it's been a while. Uh, so I got into a couple of bits of trouble when I was younger for, uh, scrapping on nights out. Um, and yeah, you will, you will find yourself in a cop car pretty quick. Like the bat, I, I, I can't actually remember the entire thing, but there was like a, a group fight, right? Like, uh, it all kicked off in a bar. Gang wars, gang wars. Yeah. Yeah. But it was one of them where like, uh, I don't think I was even really heavily involved in that particular one, but the, the police just scooped us all up. And then we woke up the next day. We'd gone out for my friend's birthday. He woke up in the cell on his birthday. So that was cool. When we finally got let out, it was like, we should probably go grab some lunch. But um, 
<laughs> no, uh, other than that, I think God, I think I was twenty-one the last time I was in the in the back of a cop car. So a while. Ago. I love I love how you say that. Like this was like a, a semi-common occurrence. I think the last time I did it, I was twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, there was a couple in my late teenage years, but nothing, uh, nothing too sinister. The things that I learn doing this podcast from my guests is amazing, amazing. <laughs> Good for you, Alex McCarthy. Let's go on to story number three, reported by Vice.com. I think we've all heard stories about social media influencers doing stupid shit for the sake of follows and likes. You've got a social yes. media presence. You know what I'm talking about. Now, in Pakistan, they're having issues with some local influencers that are doing something really absurd in an effort to get eye-catching backdrops in their videos. Alex McCarthy, what are people doing in Pakistan to get these eye-catching backdrops? You know what? I'm going to keep it with the theme of this show thus far. Are they setting shit on fire, Jimmy? They're starting forest fires. <laughs> they are! Joe, put up the first video. This girl's name is Nosheen Syed. She's known as Dolly on TikTok. She faces charges for allegedly setting a forest fire while shooting that video in Pakistan's capital city of Islamabad. And we got another one. Put up the other one, Joel. These two men are seen appearing to start a forest fire in a video and they had music playing in the background while they were doing it. So they're basically <laughs> destroying wildlife in order to get a few follows, views and likes because that's the world we're living in. Okay. Jimmy, you're so diplomatic. You went allegedly and <laughs> they appear to, they fucking did. Look at that. What are they doing? Alex, I'm doing this thing on a shoestring budget. I don't want any lawsuits. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. I retract what I said. The word yeah. allegedly, you can get away with a lot of shit with the word allegedly. Yes, yes. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sticking with that. But I got to ask you, you've got an online presence. You, you know, you, uh -huh. you've seen some, some silly shit in your day when you're not in the back of a cop car. What is the stupidest shit that you can recall someone doing all in the name of likes, follows, or subscribers? Uh, oh man, I've seen some stuff. Like when I was at WrestleMania this year, I saw some people outside the stadium twerking, right? Mm -hmm. Like just, just standing there, like, which is a weird thing anyway, where you're like, can you just, can you just take this video, please? Sure. And then they proceed to just shake their ass around. It's like, okay, it's a bit weird. I think that's probably the weirdest I've seen in the flesh, like around the stadium, people just doing some wild, wild stuff. I don't think anyone set fire, um, <laughs> to anything wildlife certainly not but yeah I, I think that's really really cringy stuff i even feel bad when i take a photo right just a, just a generic one where i'm like uh you know posing in a photo where i am or whatever and i always feel oh god that's a bit lame but and there's a there people are, there are lamer people than that jimmy so that gives me solace I used to watch some of those animal rescue videos on YouTube, you know, where like, hey, here's the mother duck over there and there's the baby duck over there. And this kind yeah. human being is going to return the baby duck until I learned that most of the time those jackasses are stealing the baby first. Then starting the video that shows them looking like the hero bringing it back. And ever since I learned that, I'm like, you bastards, you mm. cold hearted bastards. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard a couple of them stories before. I think there was another one where a woman said that her son was getting bullied it was either that or they were really poor and then like loads of people reached out to them and then there was like a a fundraiser but then you later learn out she asked him to do the video do you know what i mean like it wasn't an organic thing and they're not really poor and you think 
Right. On. Yeah. We live in a world of fake news, and uh, and I'm going to keep using the word allegedly because yes, that works out. That works out for me. All right. Story number two. I got one from the UK. This is so good. Reported by the Brighton and Hove News. Oh, Christ. So this would be amazing if you're like, holy shit, I live in Brighton. That'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so there's a man out of Brighton in the UK. His name is Chris Merritt. And he has a pet macaw named Charlie. And Charlie was hanging out in the garden and he got frightened by a bunch of seagulls. So Charlie took off and Chris posted on Facebook, you know, he's looking for help to try to find his macaw. And somebody spotted Charlie up in a tree. And so Chris, Chris rushed over and he climbed up the tree to save Charlie. Alex McCarthy, what happened next? Oh, I wish I'd taken notice of this story. It sounds like something my missus would have seen. Um, <laughs> he was attacked by God, I don't know. A flock of seagulls. That sounds plausible. <laughs> <in Brian. laughs> Chris got stuck too. Also uh, needed to be rescued. So he ended up calling emergency, which I understand is nine, nine, nine. Joel, correct. we got a video. Put the video up. Cause of course, Chris took a video yeah. right? <laughs> in his distress. Yeah. And we got some audio of it. Go ahead, Joel. Charlie. You little yeah. Honestly, you're quite far away from me, but uh, I am 40 foot off of the floor in trees taller than houses. Um, and now the fire engines are here. Oh, how joyous. <laughs> <laughs> now, the good news is owner and pet, they're back home and they're safe. So all is well. Alex, do you have any pets or have you ever had pets? Yeah, I'm a dog guy, big dog guy. I don't, I don't have one right now. My, uh, my uh, Staffordshire Bull Terrier passed away a couple of years ago. It was 15 though, great run. Oh. Um, and we're in the process. Like my my missus is really nagging me to get another one, which we probably will. But my oh, heart, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I love animals, full stop. But um, I've, I've only really had dogs, not since I was a kid. Remember, like your mum would bring. Again, this might be a UK thing. Bring home goldfish from the fair, right? Sure. That's, that's a thing. Yeah, and, uh, and they'd be dead in a week, <laughs> but we kept getting them for some reason. Um, but other than that, I've never had like you know hamsters or anything like that. They live for a week and then down the toilet they go, right? Yeah, well, apparently so. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is the most that you have ever done for an animal? This guy climbed a tree. To save his macaque. <laughs> What's the most you've ever done for an animal? Oh, God. Um, I mean, my, my staff was never really in too many sticky situations. I, do you know, the only thing with a staff is that they have... Um, I don't know if you can picture this dog that I'm talking about, Jimmy. But they have what they call is like a locked jaw, right? So once they bite, they bite. Right, you're not. Hey. It's it's not a you know you're not getting weaseling your way out of that one. So uh -huh. the only time that uh, there were a few confrontations that this podcast is making me out to be some violent guy, I'm not. But um, <laughs> but where, where the staff is a temperamental dog, loves people, do, doesn't really love other dogs. So when you're out on walks a lot, and then they get into it with other dogs, you know there was some. I had to tell you not to tell. I had to straighten out some things, Jimmy. All right, I had to keep. Keep my dog safe. That's all I'll say. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. So you were laying down the law, throwing haymakers at your dog. <laughs> well, my dog was pretty much 99% of the time, allegedly in the wrong. But <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. I've got, I had to back him. I had to back him. <laughs> 
Amazing. Awesome. Once again, the things I learned on this podcast. All right. <laughs> It's time for story number one, reported by the New York Post. I wish I had five more because you've been uh, you've been a lot of fun, but I'm down to story number one, reported by the New York Post. So there's a woman who owns a bridal shop in Chicago. Her name is Cassia, and she got a call from a groom saying that his bride had bought a dress there and had picked it up, and now he needed to reorder it. Uh, Alex McCarthy, why did the groom want to reorder his bride's wedding dress? The size. Not a bad guess. They accidentally buried the grandmother in the other one. We've got a <laughs> we've got a video from TikTok from Cassius TikTok. Joel, put that up. So the brother continues to explain to me that basically the dress, the bride's dress, was hung up in mom's closet. Mom was keeping it for safekeeping, and when all this happened, mom frantically just called the brother and said, "Hey, can you and so and so, which is the groom, can you go and get?" grandma's dress out of my closet and so the boys did just that being guys they didn't know better they didn't know there was multiple wedding dresses in the closet honestly i wouldn't have known but i would have looked and i would have noticed that it's a different dress but could have would have should have this is what happened right so basically the original dress that the bride bought she asked her mom to store it in her mom's mm. closet the mom's mom which is the bride's uh, grandmother passed away and the grandmother had wished to be, to be buried in her wedding dress. So the mom said to the groom and to the groom's uh, future brother-in-law, do me a favor, go into my closet and grab grandma's wedding dress so we can bury her in it. And you know what happened? They grabbed the, the bride's wedding dress by mistake. And so now the bride's wedding dress was six feet under. And so uh, they ain't getting it back. And Cassia said that she is trying to get the manufacturer to make a new one on time if they can. That video, part one of that video, has done almost 6 million views. And so, Alex McCarthy, have you ever been witness to, or maybe you've been a victim of, something related to a wedding that went horribly wrong? Uh, I, was, I was best man last year. Um, and I remember, so we, 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 we wrote the speech. I can't go too, too deep into this, but we, wrote Oh God. Okay. I, I, I can already, I can already yeah. say this. So you went, you ended up in the back of a police car. Then, then, <laughs> then somebody's then my dog, dog was waiting another. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nah, it, it was just one of them. Like we did the dry run and we, we both thought it was hilarious. Me and the other best man, we thought it was, we thought it was golden work. Um, we did like a dry run for, um, some of the bridesmaids and his partner and they they were literally like <laughs> there was like four jokes they were like they 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 can't they can't be in there um so we had to kind of restructure the thing it, it went okay jimmy i still feel like those jokes i feel yeah come on now lighten up but let me just say on this story i'm kind of on the man's side Do you, i mean that i i could i i that i could make that mistake i think any of us could that's a plausible mistake to make. I mean, why that I would put the onus on them. Why are you putting them next to each other or in the closet or, add, you know, could have been avoided. Could have been the only thing that I question. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and assume that granny was at least in her sixties, right? Probably at least in <laughs> yeah. her sixties. So yeah. if she was married, say in her twenties and back then, I mean, she could have been 17 back then. So you think maybe the dress looked a little aged, you know, maybe, Anything maybe when the guys maybe when the guys took it, they'd be like, Holy shit, this still looks brand new. You know what I mean? I mean, she probably only wore it once, Jimmy. 
<laughs> True. You know, True. Could have been preserved. Who knows? Maybe. I don't you see I'm I'm not enough I'm not up to speed on like the material and how it ages over the mm. decade. You know what I mean? He might have picked up and he was like, mm, rustic. I, I don't know. Like, you know, <laughs> vintage. It might be vintage. It might be all, vintage. might be all the rage now. Yeah. Yeah, vintage, vintage. All right. Well, I want to thank our guest Alex McCarthy. Alex, tell the people what are you up to and where can they find you? Uh, so obviously, uh, still with Talk Sport, and we have Talk Wrestling podcast every single week. We had Miro this week uh, as our special guest. We had Chris Jericho last week as our special guest. So make sure you check that out wherever you get your podcasts, and you can find me on Inside the Ropes. So a lot of my interviews, the video goes up there on their YouTube channel, and I have a show every Monday, Monday Night Live with SV3 and Satini Angi, where we have guests and we chop up the week in wrestling news. So. If you want to find me, that's where you can find me. All right. Well, that's going to do it for KYN tonight. I had a great time with our violent British gentleman, Alex McCarthy. Oh, nice. Thank you, sir. Let's do this again sometime. This is a lot of fun. A absolutely. I'd love to.